so it doesn't matter. The time is, is yeah. not an absolute; it's relative, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I don't. In, in your frame of reference, you may think that you are actually slightly early, but unfortunately, from both the perspective of Graham and I, you are quite late. We've been travelling at the speed of light. Yeah, but we said half eight, and it's it's not half eight. No, yet. you said half eight. And that's half eight from your frame of reference. And you said yeah. yes. Adam said yes, but he didn't say what he was saying. So yes if you're to. in the future, then um, what's going to happen next? Uh, a meteor. When? When? How quickly? At uh, 31 minutes past eight. I think you should have gone for something a little bit less than a meteor. Why? Um, more achievable. Well, I didn't say where. You could have done something Graham really clever. You could have said, "You could have said, well, what happens next is that I introduce the podcast and then introduce the podcast.' That would have been really mm. clever." But I'm not very clever. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that goes beyond uh, the level of of discourse that we expect for this podcast. I feel duty bound to inform you that I need a poo. Right. Should Which... you not have planned ahead? <laughs> well, I did one this shall morning. We, shall we do a brown note? <laughs> you can do one if you want. No, I won't. Uh, me and but, me and Graham have been playing a playing a funny game. Um, shall we tell them? Keep it a secret. Well, I inducted David from Birmingham into Plop Club uh, this week, and I've been oh, okay. messaging him the word Plop every time I've been defecating. Oh uh, yeah, but we've got a better. We've, we're but beyond you've that. You've taken it to the next level, but not the next level of regular features where they send each other photographic. I was going to say that is completely unacceptable. <laughs> yes. We have found a happy middle ground, haven't we? Where I think we... it's quite a long way from being the middle. Is it like a more, merely an audio description? <laughs> just no, a, just um, a physical sample sent by post. You joke, but um, <laughs> oh, God. because of the because Chris, of the, I'm pretty uh, sure it's illegal to send fecal matter in the post. Not oh, if I want it. Well. Um, I'm not sure that's true. I think that uh, it would be provided it's less than um than uh 24% alcohol by volume well, and it's it in definitely a isn't. Jar. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean I, I think it, it would be considered as as biohazardous material. Um well why don't I send it and then if I get arrested we'll know that it was naughty. It's the only way to be certain, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I think um, I think regular features plop club is an outlier. Mm. What I we think, have I think is... one of our big problems here is we don't have our our um, legal expert available to advise us. I don't know that that is in any way a hindrance. So there's two things. One, I'm gonna send some poo to Adam. I'm, yep. I've got a pad of paper. I'm going to write. Send I thought you were going to do a poo onto the paper, <laughs> wrap it up, blotting yeah. paper. What about we? Could I send you some we? Uh, what was that's the, like a gateway? It's um, like 150 mil is the maximum, present. isn't it? How much we do you think you produce? What in a single sitting? Or in a something? in a typical in a uh, visit. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends how much you've had to drink. Well, obviously, that's why I said typical. It depends how long you wait and hold out for. Yes, obviously. That's why I said typical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there is no typical we, is there? Of course there there's is. The morning all we, okay, there's the morning average. we, and I think I that's mean, speak for just yourself. another way Yours of saying typical. Average. You, you do have exceptional we's. That's one of the things I've always said about you. <laughs> I'm I... not sure. You, your, your homework for the next podcast is to piss into your measuring jug. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and then just leave it until Gemma screams. Um, that works for both of us. Yes, it does. So I, um, I'm prepared to do some research into this. Um, by pissing into a measuring jug. By pissing into a measuring jug. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. But I think my most interesting pee, pee pisses um, probably happen at work. So okay. I'm going to get some funny looks going to the toilets with a <laughs> measuring jug. Say it's You'll get funnier looks when you come out of the toilet with a full measuring jug. What I really <laughs> need is some kind of James Bond collapsible measuring jug. That could I go horribly put... wrong when it's full, Chris. <laughs> well, no, I, we're, not, we're not saving it up, are we? 
We just I don't know. For yourself. This is your project. But what do you want me to do? Do you want you me have to... to archive your samples? You can't destroy not, the yeah, evidence. It's, it's not a scientific study if you just like. What about peer review? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll post them to you. That'd be fine. Have you got like a, a mail shoot at work, like in American TV? You just piss into that. We have a post thing, but like it only goes once it a week. Post. Oh no, okay. No, it goes. It goes away. I mean, you do live in Dorset, so it gets once sent... a week for posters is about all I'd expect. It gets sent somewhere else, and where what they do is they then put the post things on it. And does it go up a sucky tube? By the post things, do you mean stamps? Uh, or franking? I think. I think they franks. Got, I think they've got a franking machine. They've got a French the other post. Don't use French franks, Chris. Um. We have stamps in our office if we need to get something to someone quicker than a week away. <laughs> you could just take it there. Yeah, you, you could. Yeah, so I will post it to you. Um, you could do it by weight, couldn't you? That would be quite efficient. Um, well, no, because... Uh, I might be you, doing a well, you don't very know the com- dense... Yeah, you don't know what the composition is, so weight doesn't really help you, unless it's pure water. Mm, it would be... You're right, I, I was going to say it would be a reasonable approximation, but actually... It's if quite a doing wide this... variety as well. Like, if you've, if you've been out and you've been drinking a lot, compared to, like, for example, if it's a hot day and you've not had anything to drink... Uh, we it, want to do this quite... properly, don't yeah, we? precisely. Yeah. Okay. And that would actually density would be an interesting thing to measure alongside if we're going to really take this seriously. I mean, that's trickier to do in the toilets at work. Yeah, you're, this is another reason I have to quit my job, isn't it? I mean, I guess if you if you weigh it and measure the volume, then you, you might mean, have to evaporate it. Oh, you want me to perform chemical analysis on it as well, like they uh, do with mineral water? A quick, a quick titration. Mind, yeah. <laughs> a quick titration in the cubicle. Yeah. I, pop in with a Bunsen burner. I think that this means I am going to have to um, quit my job and dedicate my life to this research. Okay. I mean, it's the only way you can guarantee a Nobel Prize, isn't it? And the question is, what is the volume of average, an average week? Well, no, it's not, it's not even a question. It's just a, an in-depth study of piss. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone's ever done that. Possibly not. Um, I mean, you could, at the very least, you could get an Ig Nobel Prize. It's safest to assume nobody has done it and then just do it. Yeah, um, you're not that familiar with the research process, are you? Yes, you have to do it first, otherwise you won't get in there in time to get your prize. It's a million dollars. Yeah, so the thing is, is you do check if someone has done it first, don't you? Cause no, they check, that's their job. Time. No, you're wasting their time, and that's the important thing. Okay, I am going to uh, undertake a literature review into the composition of urine okay. prior to proceeding on any any um, actual research. Well, I'm waiting for the fascinating uh, results of your Google search history. I would recommend yes. not quitting your job at this point, but maybe just doing it instead of your job at work. And and what are they going to yeah. do? No one, no one can get sacked for looking up piss studies on Google Scholar. Well, I mean, there's only one way to find out, isn't yes. there? Yes. I mean, I think I should... I think we're onto something. I think I should do a Roy Hodgson, and I think I should write a resignation letter and have it ready in my pocket just to spring on people at a moment's notice. Uh, that sounds like a solid You might get plan. some piss on it, though. <laughs> mm. But that just helps, I suppose. As the authenticity. Yeah. Well, I'll get um, special... Needs paper. Oh, <laughs> I get a special dispensation. Paper. Yeah, a special piss paper. When I did scuba diving, which was a long, long time ago, um, you're not supposed to just piss in the wetsuit. Chris. There's oh, it's lovely if you do. Yeah, it keeps it's warm. lovely and warm. It's it great. stays in there for a nice, nice little while, doesn't it? It is. It's nicer. It's nicer if you wee once you're in the water. Yeah. It's not nice if, if it all goes down one leg and then it looks that's like not, you've got... <laughs> yeah, that's not great. No. Um, yeah, when I did scuba diving, they got us to do some some stuff underwater 
to test the effects of nitrogen narcosis and it's a bit like being drunk uh but they have like a laminated sheet and a special pen that writes underwater charcoal pen i don't think it was charcoal oh. some uh, biro i don't think it was a biro either a fountain pen some maybe it was a pencil i'm not sure <laughs> Or a crayon, let's call it a crayon. <laughs> a crayon yeah. But 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 that's what I need, isn't it? Because then it it is resistant to water damage. I I think it provided you laminate it, you should be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not sure that necessarily something that is safe from water damage is also safe from piss damage. That's Again, another that's another question study, that I need to ask. Yeah, it very much depends on yeah. the chemical composition. What I'll do is I'll steal some children's teeth and I'll put some in water yeah. and some in <laughs> urine yeah. and, and see if they get melted away. Okay, can I suggest you be very sure that the teeth are not still in the children's mouths when you do this? You don't want to do an R. Kelly. Right. New study. <laughs> oh, God. Gargling with urine. Is it good for children's teeth? <laughs> well... I mean, I, su- I can only suggest you put together the grant application right now. Should we be setting up an ethics committee? <laughs> I think it's a bit late for that. Yeah. Um, I think that an ethics committee would only hold back my research. That is, I mean, that's true of my, all worthwhile research, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You do stuff in spite of the ethics committee. What if I do experiments on myself? They can't stop that's me fine. doing that, can they? No, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. So if you gargle your own that's piss, what that, that's what that guy did. What gave himself all those stomach ulcers? Uh, Why I don't did he give himself that? stomach ulcers uh, by gargling piss to prove that he could cure them? And could he? Uh, turns out he could. Oh well, good for him. One of the most horrifying bits of. Uh, research experimentation that I'm aware of is the people that uh, discovered cocaine and it was first used as uh, I think this is right it was first used as an anaesthetic in eye surgery and what they did was they put some cocaine in their eyes and then poked their eyes with a pin hmm that's not something I would do. That's, um... I mean, was that step one? Yeah, I think that was step one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's not ideal. No, I'd have gone like um, finger. Blowing on it or something. Yeah, finger to start with, then yeah. um, fingernail. Well, you put a finger in your eye. That sounds horrible. It's, oh, it's just finger, fingers aren't clean, are they? But mm. this was probably a sterilised needle. That's good thinking. Okay, well that's good. I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm um, happy that you're happy. What was th- what was the question? I don't know. Oh yeah, can I? Yeah, so I'm going to post stuff to Adam. Um, <laughs> call them like uh, presents. Uh, yeah, I guess. When I was about five or six, we had a pet. We had pet guinea pigs, and sometimes if they were inside your jumper, they would do a poo, mm. and. Um, we would call them presents. So uh, that's maybe a little insight into why I'm so wrong. Could be. Yeah. But I'll do that for I'll do that for Adam. Did you have to write a thank you letter? No, but I've just thought of a great idea. A new subscription service where um rather than beers of the world, you get exotic different kinds of animal poo sent to you in the post okay I'm not sure I'd describe that as a service um ah okay you subscribe on someone else's behalf so I think that's a crime Chris (laughs) how is it a crime I think if you arrange arrange to have people uh, receive shit in the post that's that's harassment (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not doing the crime if I'm posting the shit. I think. I think also. <laughs> you know, might yeah, be. I, I think it's that's. I don't that's think doing the shit is the crime. <laughs> no, no. Because 
in the terms and conditions of service. I'm pretty sure, Chris, if someone hires you to kill someone, that doesn't mean that if you kill them, it's not a crime because you weren't the one that wanted to do it. What we'll do, we'll get a really clever contract agreement that says you can only sign up people that really want poo sent to them and that you, as the person paying for it, promise that that is true. I'm and then it's all on there. But I'm going to take a wild stab and say that that probably won't hold up in court. Don't listen to the naysayers, Chris. You have a dream, you go for it. Yeah. And I mean, okay. Okay, what if the person receiving the poo doesn't realise they're getting it? What? what if At you any st- point? What if you stealth poo them? Wait, so they don't know. An open so window. they're not. They're not really a victim, are they? But then well, what's the point? Yeah. Um, because you'd think, ha, you've got poo. You don't, you I think know if it. people are, are doing dirty protests, they probably don't want to outsource them. Well, I suppose there is um, something in that, because you then DNA couldn't... Um, it, it's kind of like strangers on a train. You poo on my boss's desk and I'll poo on yours. And when they do the DNA, it doesn't... It can't be linked back to any employees. Yeah, that's true. So maybe and that's just, the just service you could offer. I'm, I'm not sure that the first thing that they do is is a DNA test. What else they do? Well, they probably look at like the security camera footage of the man that they recognise wandering into the office and shitting on someone's desk. Well, there you go. So they wouldn't recognise you then, would they? So either way, it's, it helps. I know, Chris. Chris is quite recognisable. But not to people who don't know him. Like, if he drove all the way up there, up here, and pooed on my boss's desk, my boss wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I, thought, I think there's something in this. I We maybe need to workshop it a bit. Um, but I think if we have a glossy website, people would go in for this. Could we do a focus group? <laughs> maybe, Yeah. We lock people in a room with different jars with shit in them. <laughs> or just different poos on desks and see which Again, ones they like prefer. This, this is sounding less and less like a a business opportunity and more and more like a crime. Do you think it would be like that um, impulse control uh, test they do on children, where they sit them in a room with two sweets and say, if you can not eat those for five minutes, you get a whole bag of sweets? Do you think we could do that with plops? Um... Well, how, how are we? How yeah, are we what's the what's this? the incentivizing and what's the reward here? If you don't eat these two plops, you get a big bag of plops. <laughs> eat, eat all of this shit, or we'll give you more. <laughs> exactly. It's the same, but in reverse. <laughs> um, I think we're moving away from my original simple dream of just posting inter- that, that cycle that experiment's actually quite interesting because apparently it's like not as predictive as everyone reckons it is everyone reckons it's like amazing and like all the kids that can you know eat, eat plops shit immediately yes yeah. um, are, uh, who can who can hold out for the bag of sweets are like guaranteed to do really well in life but actually it's not really predictive at all I think they're just indecisive at least mm. the ones who do it initially they think well the building can go on fire. I know what I want. I'm going to get it now. Yeah. I don't want a big bag of sweets. Or maybe it's better because they think, I don't need a big bag of sweets. That would be too much sugar. I'll just eat these two. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, they're not putting enough thought into this. Yeah. Fucking child psychologists. So I'm I'm going to... Um, well... Adam. Yes, Chris. If somebody did post you some of their own bodily Objects. waste um yes what how would that affect your your thoughts about them uh well i mean i probably wouldn't come and visit them in prison why would they be in prison i mean who knows coincidence most likely would you well would how would adam know and... it was you are you going to sign it yeah, I am. I'm going to say right. to Adam... Have a little gift card. Yeah. Happy... Um, Christmas? What's so if next? So I, if I pay you another three or four pounds, Halloween. would you gift wrap it for me? Yeah, yeah, it would be... Yeah. I think Halloween's probably your best bet. Yeah, actually, we 
yeah, we could tie in with Halloween. Yeah. Happy People Halloween. People might be maybe think it was like a rubble one or something then. I mean, I'm I'm sort of thinking that uh, I I do need to now post you something that you think might be urine, but that it shouldn't be. But then you'll think that I won't actually do it, which makes me think I should actually do the urine. You're gonna triple bluff him. I think that would him. be really, really funny. I think you just piss through his letterbox. That's that's a lot of driving, isn't it? Yeah. Um. What about a long hose. Also, my letterbox is quite high up. How high? Like high enough that it would be a bit uncomfortable. Hmm. You have to be kind of be standing on your tiptoes. Yeah, you don't want that. Also, it just goes into my porch. Oh, so that's not it's ideal, is it? No. Porches are just full of Daniel... piss anyway. It's standard, isn't it? What about Daniel Chimney, like Father Christmas? Uh, chimney's capped. Oh. We could, we could we can drill, uncap drill it. a hole. True. But I might hear that. Hmm. On the basis that when birds land on it and start walking around, I can hear that. Mm. Uh, well, well, that's the I'll dress as a cover. pigeon. I'll dress <laughs> as a pigeon and, and I'll just go clamber onto my roof whilst I'm whilst I'm doing it. Okay. Oh, I shall uh, I shall keep an ear out for the sound of pigeons pissing on my roof. What would you do if someone weed in your ear? <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping an ear out. This, this, is, this, this is sounding worryingly less and less hypothetical. Where and when? I don't think I will I will be sleeping anywhere near Chris in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably best. I'm, I'm sort of thinking I'm maybe verging on a life of crime. I think it's a good idea. It was only a matter of time. To be crime clear. pays, that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Like, fantastically well in some cases. Yeah. I mean, you want to. The thing is, ideally, you want to go for like you know, white collar crime, where you just get like a slap on the wrist and a fine, uh, despite ruining the lives of millions of people. Whereas if you're around pissing in people's ears, you're probably likely to just get sent to prison. This is the opposite of white collar crime, isn't it? It's kind of like brown underpant crime. Oh. Mm. I think um, joining a cartel is good if you want to do crime. Well, I don't know. I, don't, I think being at the bottom of the the chain in a cartel is probably not great. You need to work your way up pretty quickly. But he's pretty. He's kind of scrappy, isn't he? That's true. I, I think Chris would make it to kind of. I like, think he you know, could be pretty quickly. Middle management mm. in a mob within a year. Okay. Or at least. And the um, Italian would help, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Well, I don't know. Could be the Russian mob. Russian I was going to say these days. Yeah, you don't want to join the Italian mob. That's a bit old-fashioned. You need to. So Chris is, is quite hipster, I think he might... Well, in that case, a... he needs to join like an emerging mob that nobody's heard of yet. Well, or, you, or like a retro mob. That's like, the a, other. like the French Mafia. The Resistance. <laughs> I don't think the Resistance <laughs> <from> Mafia. <laughs> well, sort of. I heard recently that um, some of the cast of Allo Allo, um, Hair Flick, uh, Helga, um, who was the sexy waitress... Uh, Michelle. Yes, and uh, I don't know if it was Gruber or the other one, but they had gone to um, a Allo Allo kind of gathering. A convention, like like Comic Con. Dressed up as uh, as their characters from Allo Allo. And somebody took a photo of it and shared it on a um, American news site as evidence that the far far right were becoming even more brazen in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, th- th- there's one thing that falls down a little bit with that, and yeah. that's that one of them is dressed as a as, as a, a sexy waitress. Sexy waitress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think maybe they thought that she was just like convention staff. Oh, okay. If well, I I I like that story, so I'm. I just accept it as fact. Yeah, I haven't delved too deep into it. Um, yeah. That's probably best. Just in case it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. Hmm. Okay. Well, this has been nice. Do, do you want to do a podcast now? I think we ought to. 
I feel like a 25 minute cold open is probably a record for a cold us. open about Chris doing a piss and posting <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think sadly it's some of our best work. That's the worry, isn't it? Yeah. Certainly, some of the best stuff we've done this year. Are we gonna Are we gonna start then? What episode 147? I think is we've it, done no. 147. Last one was 149. I think it's about 180, because um, that's a darts thing. We go straight from snooker to darts. Okay. Uh, it's 148, despite me having written 147. Mm, 148 is also a darts score. <laughs> okay. Um, Solid reasoning. There are lots of numbers that are dart <laughs> scores. Uh, <laughs> One is a dart score, if yes. I'm playing. Yes. Two can be a dart score. Yes. Three can be. Agreed. Okay, let's, let's, <laughs> if, if this podcast turns into you just naming numbers between... <laughs> One and 180. I will not be impressed. Okay, so which numbers are not a dart score? That's precisely right. It gets more interesting (laughs) because there are some. Couldn't get any less interesting, could it? (laughs) No, but but there are some numbers that are not, and that's that's the really interesting thing. So, do we need to restart our numbering convention for the podcast and only include ones that could be dart scores? I mean, that seems a logical next step, doesn't it? I, I yes, definitely. Yeah. But what I mean, one hundred and forty-eight must be. I mean, I mean it sounds what isn't a dart score? Well, well, that's the question we just asked. So anything cause... between one hundred and sixty and um, one hundred and eighty, which isn't a multiple of, hang on. But you can have, you could get. Um, you could get different trebles. Okay, but for example, 179, you couldn't get in darts. No, that's true. So we've eliminated Correct. one of the numbers already. Yeah. Okay, so this is good. Let's stop. Stop now. Okay? <laughs> we are not doing this. 181 and is, as well. is not a dart score. <laughs> yeah, 182 okay. is not a dart score. I, I mean, sadly, I can Google and get it. Straight away, but we shouldn't have to. This is like uh, James O'Brien's mystery hour. Okay. Yeah. What we're doing here is uh, pre-internet yeah. uh, research. It's very slow. Oh, but Reynolds perhaps. has died. Yeah. Um, I've got. Um, we need to name this effect, but where you hear that a famous person has died, like I got it with Aretha Franklin the other week, who you just mm. assumed had been dead for a number of decades. I'm sure we've discussed this before. When, we have, uh, but I don't think we Dylan, named Bob it. Bob Dylan must be the Bob Dylan paradox. Well, no, because uh, he's the opposite, isn't he? Well, no, you just think, well, how can he still be alive? Yeah, but, but he, he hasn't he died. But when he does... <laughs> well, but then we've already discussed it, so we will know that he's alive. Right. So... Um, so it has to be somebody that you... You're not saying you, that Burt Reynolds they... is one of those, are you? Yes. Why? Well, I just assumed he died about twenty years ago. Why? Why would you think that? Because I you haven't heard anything from him, uh, yeah. presumably. Like, what's he been up to? Not returning my phone calls. Wasn't he uh, in? Wow, Boogie Nights? he looks really different. He was in what? He wasn't he in Boogie Nights. Yes, about twenty years ago. Oh, has it been that long? <laughs> yes. Right. But I mean, now there's now there's the internet. Like you, you know when everybody dies. So uh, unless you've heard, definitely you would just think not. He's really not been in anything that I recognise. Going like he's done a few cameos in stuff and a few uh, like voice acting gigs, but otherwise, well, he was eighty-two. Well, okay, what if you heard that um, Grandad from the early series of Only Fools and Horses, what if you heard that he died? Um, well, I would have said, well, no, because he, he died, didn't he? And Did then, he? Yeah, definitely, because then Uncle Albert turned up. Well, he died in the programme. <laughs> <laughs> I think he died in real life as well. I think he actually did a couple of years ago, but you would have just assumed it was in the 80s, wouldn't you? He was in Universal Soldier 3. What? Grandad from Only Fools and Horses? <laughs> yes. I think Grandad right. was shit. Uncle Albert was much, much better. He, yes. He was, yeah. 
I was glad when Grandad died. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the poor because it meant that I knew episode. Uncle Albert would be in it instead, and he was better because I grew up with Uncle Albert. Not, I mean, not in a. I mean, there's nothing to suggest he was a pedo before we go down that route. But I mean, I he wasn't did. Planning on going down he did that tap route. out before Utree got into 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 its swing, didn't it? So, coincidence? You decide. Now the song "We're So Sorry, Uncle Albert" is sung by Paul McCartney, isn't it? Uh, now, did he did he write that especially for Only Fools and Horses? Because I think somebody told me that when I was a child, and it seems unlikely. I mean, what seems unlikely in this bit is that Paul McCartney sung it. Um, well, the real Paul McCartney. Obviously. Did Paul McCartney actually sing that song? I think so. Didn't he? I don't know. I've but, never I mean, heard that, but you it think seems it's, you think it's quite unlikely. Implausible. But then but then well, the he Beatles didn't have much to do by then, did he? The Beatles wrote come together because Timothy Leary was going to run for um governor of California. So writing a song for a sitcom doesn't seem that far fetched. Well, I don't know the two are comparable. Um, well, it just shows that, that Paul McCartney will write a song a weird for guy. very, <laughs> very um, spurious reasons. I have to Google this now. <laughs> if, I, if I'm right, I think it's looking likely from my end. But then did he write it for... It was released in 1971, so I think it re predates. Do you think they called him Uncle Albert just to shoehorn that in? Like, I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? Y- yeah. Like when... Um, uh, when they do those awful musicals. Like, oh, there just happens to be somebody called Jude. Oh, yeah. In Yeah. What? Have you seen Mamma Mia 1 and or 2? No. I have seen 1 and 2. Are they as dreadful as I imagine? Um, the second one makes the first one look good. Right. In my opinion. Okay. Um, the second one has got Richard Curtis involved. And so... You know Richard Curtis's London, where there's no black people anywhere? Oh, it's the dream, isn't it? But Richard Curtis's Greece there's doesn't no really Greeks. have any Greek people in yeah. it. It's really... It's it's a bit weird. I mean, that doesn't surprise me in any way. No. He's a very passive-aggressive racist, isn't he? Um, That's quite... It's quite a bold claim to make without no. running it past legal. Why? <laughs> Okay, put, get him to put some black people in some of his films, and then then I'll retract it. But looking at the evidence, it, he's just showing his his vision of utopia, where occasionally a black person might be involved, but he'll be cuckolded by Andrew Lincolnshire. Um, you you obviously you obviously remember things much more than me. There was a black man in um, Love Actually. Okay. I remember it because it's so remarkable. Right. And then a Andrew bit like Lincoln if that were um, to happen in Bridport, yeah. Yeah. I, and then Andrew I see Lincoln point. Yeah. spends the entire wedding um, filming Kira Knightley's bottom. And then. I mean, um, you would. Yeah. And then she's watching it back and she. What? Thinks, oh, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so I thought just specifically that bit. <laughs> no, she's watching Love Actually and she sees <laughs> okay. it and she's like, oh, he's cracking one off over my uh, sexy bum. And then he turns up um, at the door. And does a Bob Dylan, but instead of doing sort of a good song, he uh, demands that she uh, fuck him or something. I forget. This is a very. This is not as good as your um, shot by shot uh, re- recount of um, San Andreas. But San Andreas is a good film, whereas right. Love Actually isn't. Okay. Well, yeah, I have seen both, yeah, um, and I think the second one was much worse than the first one. I think the first one, there were 
the people in it weren't really expecting very much to come out of it. It just seemed like it was sort of a bit of fun. And the second one was... It was all very serious, apart from the singing. And um, just loads of ABBA songs, which... Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the biggest turn-off for me. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably not for you. I mean, my yeah. my thought about it was that it was not wasn't really for me. Right. Um, I don't like musicals. So why are they even making this film? Um, well, it seems that I am. quantities of money. I am not their target demographic. Well, you should be everybody's target demographic, Chris. You would think, wouldn't you? You would. Yeah. Um, why? Why are you thinking of of um? Go watching them? Are you thinking of getting a tattoo of them? And just thought, you know, do my friends like this film before I commit? Uh, I think just because you were talking about how musicals are shit, or something about that, I don't know what I'm really saying. No, I was talking about Uncle... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we did get onto that, didn't we? Yeah, so I thought I'd ask if you had seen it. And then I did. And you Mm. had. And that brings us up to speed. Yeah. So, so actually... um, my recommended order of watching it is to watch the second one, then watch the first one, and then you'll think, oh, the first one was quite good. I think my recommended order would be to not watch the first one, and then not watch the second one. Yeah, that that works as well, I suppose. I mean, you might be with someone that wanted to watch them. I wouldn't. That's the and thing. you might think, well, I'll, I will make that person happy. No. <laughs> That's not oh, a thing okay. I would do. No. So okay. Uh, so so to answer the question, Uncle Albert was written by Paul McCartney, um, and it was released in 1971. And when was the episode of Only Fools and Horses where Uncle Albert wandered off? It must have been after 1971. It must have been in the 80s. Yeah. So Paul McCartney was precognizant. Is that what we're saying? I think they chose. The uncle's name to be Uncle Albert because of the song. There's no other possible way you could have an uncle called Albert, is there? Well, I mean, it it, it would seem very strange that they just happened upon it. Maybe. Did you know the, the, the actor that played Uncle Albert is dead? Yes, I did know that. Right. He died decades ago. In 1999. Proving my point. Yes, two decades ago. That proves your point in what way? What point? That people died decades ago. <laughs> this is a big scoop. You mean people people have been dying forever? Yes, I've been saying it for ages. No one's listening. Right. So has anyone got any content? Shall we start shall we do a podcast? I mean Who's gonna who's gonna drive? Not me. I'll drive. Okay. I mean, I think now it's 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 gone so badly wrong that I might as well. Yeah. So, um, right, go go podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Chris, and I'm here with Adam, and he's doing a lot of clicking. And yep. uh, I'm here with Graham, and um, he's not clicking. I uh, think. I can click if you'd like. Yeah, do some clicking. We like that. Oh, good. that's nice. It was a bit like Dan was here with us as well. <laughs> no, if it was Dan, it would be more like... <laughs> yeah, I miss Dan. Uh, Do I? I started yeah. missing Dan a little bit and then realised I actually don't. A little bit like me and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I started so, missing it. And, um, and then I think, oh, do I? No. The only thing I miss... A little bit about Twitter is all the excellent bants we have with our wonderful listeners. Yeah, they're going to have to um, increase their effort bants-wise, aren't they? Well, I was going to say I, start ha- I can us. propose a solution. Emailing us? No. Um, so you know we have uh, migrated our <coughs> excuse me our. Um, Meetings of the Two Star Podcast Society to Google Hangouts. Yeah. We could set up a listeners hangout, which the listeners can be added to if they want. And right. then we could stuff that 
is amusing enough that we would normally have put it on Twitter, we could just send it directly to the people who would read it. I like they could this. respond this is, this to us very... and to each other. We're, we could build a great community, couldn't we? This I mean, is a very hipster version of Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, okay. It's just sending your thoughts directly to the only people who would have read them anyway. And thus so making great. sure they, they won't miss them. How do we do that? Twitter is, is far too recent technology for our purposes, and we no, need to not... set up a, a vBulletin forum. What? I don't even know, but we're not using Twitter, we're using Google Hangouts. Yeah. Yes, but like Google Hangouts, like trying to emulate Twitter through Google Hangouts is is way too advanced. Like, no, no, no. It's not, but it's not. Um, it's not about it being an old thing like my phone. Yeah, it's, it's about, about being it being exclusive, exclusive and awkward. Yes. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, IRC is the obvious choice if you want something that's exclusive and awkward. That won't um, make a ping happen on everybody's telephone when you want to tell them about a weird poo you've done or something. So, Graham, how would our listeners get to join our exclusive um, members-only Google Hangout Club? Uh, well, I don't really know. I assume I would have to have their Google ID or something, and we could. Right. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't let them into the um, the actual two-star podcast one because no, that's too much like looking behind the curtain. But what we could, then, but we'll just set up a new one. And David from Birmingham has already expressed an interest. Well, that so would be a real coup, member. wouldn't it, to, yeah, it to would. land him? Yeah. And I th- I think Alistair from Nottingham seems to... Um, I-, I think he's a, a safe bet. Okay. And I think we could probably persuade Christian from Scotland. Well, do you know what? I still have the phone numbers of um, people that texted in. So we could use that to find them, couldn't we? We could just phone them up and uh, do a conference call. (laughs) Put lines together. Yeah, okay. I mean, really, we could do a live show over Skype, couldn't we? Yeah, that's true. That's the next thing, isn't it? We could just go to their houses individually. It wouldn't take long, would it? Do the podcast from their living rooms. Anyway, um, yes, that's good. So if, if you want to be added to it, I suppose you can just send me a message on, I don't know, Facebook Messenger. That's how David and Alistair seem to get in touch. I think Christian does. Um, and then I'll I'll figure out how to add people to it. What if they gang up on us? What if they're like well, um, momentum, like entryists, and they vote all of us off the podcast well, then I'll and vote de- themselves onto it? No, then I, I would just delete it. I'll still be the gatekeeper. Okay. But also what I'm thinking is... we. We won't post in there too often because we want to maintain a certain distance between us and the, you know, shit munchers, don't we? So um, we need to. We'll, we'll sort of deign to provide them our presence every now and then, and it will be really exciting for them. So normally they'll just be chatting amongst themselves. Then one of us will come in, swinging our big dicks around, and say, <laughs> "Oh yes, this is very funny," and they'll be so happy that. We, we said they did something funny. Right, okay. But if we're posting plop every time we do a poo, I think that might <laughs> remove some of the um, the mystique. Especially if you're doing multiple ones a day. Yes. Yeah. Which I have been recently. <laughs> yeah. I have been recently as well, because I'm on antibiotics. I'd like to hear how the antibiotics are affecting your toilets, because... It's not a side effect I was previously aware of. Um, well, because you you have probiotics inside your tummy. Yes. And the antibiotics um, stop them working. I see. So you're having they to drink them. a lot of Yakult to compensate. Um, well, I haven't really been. Oh. Um, so you have less good bacteria in your tum-tum. And what I've noticed is that means I'm farting quite a lot more oh which is it's a nice side oh yeah everyone loves a good fart yeah yeah so um and also i think um pooing a little bit more i've started to have it's a bit like a it's a bit like a dessert poo actually Ah. um so like i do my main poo in the morning yeah 
Um, and then 20 minutes later, I have to do another Just a little bit of slightly seconds. smaller poo. Yeah. Right. Whereas before antibiotics, um, yeah. you just I did it all. Just do it all in one horrific go. go. Yeah. Marvelous. But they've been, um, but form-wise, they've they've been fine. So I think the the secondary um, deposit would be an the ideal dessert poo. Yeah, <laughs> would be an ideal candidate for uh, top decking, or is it upper decking? <laughs> um. Uh, upper decking, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should explain to the listeners what that is. It's a thing that Graham found out about, and uh, it's a good job Dan's not here because I think he would be really tempted to actually do this. He might do it in his aunt and uncle's. Uh, in, f- in fact, I mean, I am looking. I am trying to to actively engineer sequels to the the Poogate um, mm. franchise. And this might be it, uh, where you, what you do is you poo into the cistern and then, um, and then it comes out when the next person flushes, but only in bits, I imagine. So what do you think is the worst scenario for this? Do you think it's a big solid log or do you think it's a diarrhea? I think one is good for immediate, um, Revenge. Yeah. I would assume it's going to be revenge. It would be the only reason. I mean, I think this. this is this my um, my mail order company. I think could expand into this. You know, like Moonpig, they started off just doing cards. Yeah. And then they got into flowers and chocolates and things. Yeah. I think I could start doing the postal order bottles of wee and mm-hmm. poo in a box. Yeah. Um, and then this would be like the premium service. Or where you let yourself into the victim's house and do a poo in the system. <laughs> do a poo in the system, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the I think the diarrhoea would be like an instant shock. Like yeah. they would notice. Um, I think something a bit more solid would be like, oh, I think it, that's a bit strange. I like your idea, but... A business plan that relies on forecasting your dietary fibre is... There's a lot of risk there, isn't there? And what if you had three orders that came in in the same day? How are you you going to ensure you can deliver? I'm ahead of you. I've got the solution. Nowhere have I said that these would be uh, fresh tods. (laughs) Okay, so you're going to stockpile. I'm going to stockpile. Is yeah. That just just over a period of time. Um, just just I'm as I'm doing of... in, in the event of a no deal Brexit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need a lot of Tupperware. Yeah. And I'm going to need to clear out a couple of shelves in the freezer. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I'd almost suggest getting a dedicated freezer just <laughs> for. Maybe. You don't want to lose that five star um, government food hygiene certificate, do you? No. But. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I'll get a second-hand chest freezer for the garage. Chest, that's easier to deposit yeah. into. I like that. Yeah. Well, no, and I'll I'll get a commode. Oh. That's a, that's a very dignified way of um, harvesting yeah. the product. I prefer the farm um, to you plate see, like, um, approach. <laughs> I'm. I was a little bit slow about using code, but I took on board what you said about. Um, Dan's project last yes. week. Yeah. And so yeah, so I think a commode would be a good way of harvesting the product. Yeah. Um and then uh I would categorize it uh using the um Bristol stool chart. Of course. Uh one to seven. standard. Yeah, I would have separate bits of the chest freezer. Yes. For, uh for each um category. Good cataloging and, system. Um, yeah, I would then put it into. Got lots of leftover Chinese takeaway tubs. Yep. So I would then put it into that. I would weigh it, put the lid on, um, nice clear labelling of what it was. So are you going to have a put set it in the weight? Freezer. That's a good question, isn't it? I think it would be quite classy to charge by weight. Yeah. Like when um, when you go to a fancy restaurant, very often. 
the price uh, for fish is done by the 100 grams. Yeah. Or, or by, you know, per kilo, it's this cost. Um, and like all the other, all the other lower class foods are just a cost for the meal. Ah, so what I was thinking is not having variable price by weight, but having fixed weights, which would mean you might have to um, trim off some excess. Mm. so that you can guarantee they're all a certain weight. But then those offcuts, you could make... I mean, it wouldn't be finest single malt, obviously. It would be a blend. A blend, a blend but, yeah. But, you know, there's a time and a place for a blend. Yeah, I, I see that. So speaking of Dan's failed project, or abandoned project... <laughs> well, we're naturally going from, um, yeah, food I mean, do delivery. We have, do we have a delivery. good first customer here? Oh, I see. Um, probably not. Why? Um, well, I don't think Dan. Who's going to pay for this service? I'll, 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 I'll get this one for him. Right. Okay. So this is going to Dan. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is going to the. Uh, well, you know, I thought, I thought that's yeah. As a you know, this is what you get. It's that kind of a message. Yeah, not a kind of look what you missed out on. I mean, that's, <laughs> that is also it probably is. That is also true, but it's more of a congratulatory tone, isn't it? Um, I was more comfortable when we were we were hypothesising. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm feeling less comfortable now. You're discussing a, an actual real person. Okay, what about if I want you to send one to David from Birmingham? Oh yeah, I think that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. But we don't know where he lives anymore. No, so you're going to have to start. Um, you have to get a Birmingham phone book. Yeah. And just go through each address. No, that wouldn't work, would it? That'd be for phoning people. I don't know. You you worry about logistics. I've told you who the target is. Okay. And what would you like to order from my smorgasbord? Um, I think uh, a two. A two? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm trying to work out which... Uh, that's one the more is, one solid is end, the hard, isn't it? Yeah, one is yeah. the more solid end, yeah. yeah. I think that... I, I, I worry about a seven. <laughs> um, yeah. I think... See, the more I think about this, the more I think this is not a one-man operation. Because oh, oh, goodness, no. I'm... I'm running on a I'm running on a very high fiber diet, lots yeah. of roughage. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm much more in the higher numbers. I mean, you you can't I mean, be expected to cover the whole spectrum yourself. That would be insane. No, no. I think I need I need somebody with a very heavy meat based diet, uh, lacking in fresh fruit and vegetables to cover the ones and the twos. I mean, from experience, and, I think Dan is. Your man for the the baritone <laughs> end of the scale, isn't he? Um, maybe I don't know. I think I'm reliably uh, middle of the road. Mm. I've been a bit rude about you in our in our secret emoticon plop club because of the um, twice in a row. Uh, are you okay sharing this? It's quite personal. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're we're all friends here. Yeah, twice in a row, you've put like a, a, a an animal looking disgruntled and pointing at his watch. Mm. So are these taking a long time? Longer than I am comfortable with, but right. not to the point that there's. Uh, you know, I'm not. How do we put this? I mean, I'm not. It's not a one. It's still it's a good. Good three or four. It's just that they seem to be. Slower than I'm, than, you know. I'm a busy man, right? And I just need to get this on, get this done with. It's one of those ones where, you know, you you feel you've emptied yourself out, and there, there still seems to be a huge amount of matter, <laughs> and you just think I haven't got time for this. But you know, it's going to have to be done later that day. Oh, so you you were having to do um, multiple pit stops as it oh were. yeah 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 you, you you're not just going the one stop strategy you have no. to do the splash and dash as it were yeah well um, i mean i'm usually um 
you could set your watch by. I mean, your watch would be weird, but you could set your watch by. It's it's generally I sit down at my desk with a coffee at ten to nine, at a, a roughly between two minutes two and twelve minutes past. I will have to go and instantly void myself. Right. And it's all out nice and nice and quick, uh, and then I'm done for the day. But recently, yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, it can rear its head at any any old time. Would you like to hear a news story I read about a Chinese man today? <laughs> uh, yes, why not? So I need to caveat this by saying I read it today. It turns out it was quite an old story, which I wasn't going to cover it. But I mean, that's all we've talked about so far. But I'm he hoping. Had, um, I'm hoping that it's. Uh, that this is a natural train of thought that made you think of it. It, it very much is, yeah. He um, found himself, you know, as the best of us do, with um, a little bit of a backlog. And he was struggling to clear it. How do you think he might have gone about this? Um, when you say backlog... Yes. Um, do you mean he was constipated? Yes. Okay. No, he had a, he had a lot of them in his to do list that he just hadn't got around to. Yet. <laughs> it's too busy. I will do that pile, one next week. The the pile of shame, as I believe it is referred to. Well, he procrastinated. given that given that we have been talking about um, uh, cataloging and storing poo in Tupperware, it might have been a hoardy thing. And um, okay, yes, no, yeah. the backlog was still in his uh, bowels. Okay, I'm because going to go immediately to the natural, uh, slightly racist. It was a drill. Was it a drill? Like a pneumatic drill. I'm going to say firecrackers. Oh, <laughs> that's even worse. Um, both of those are, uh, uh, in a way, worse than what he actually did. Oh, okay. I was not. How thinking are we a, in a way? I was not thinking a pneumatic drill. Those are the roads. Like yeah, breaking gotta, up things. Yeah. No, no. I was thinking a um a cordless. A cordless. Well, how's that going to help? That's just going <laughs> to drill a hole in it. Weaken it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. And then there'd have to be a hammer drill. To, then. then there's room to action. um. Then there's room to put the firecracker in. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't, um, you don't blast from outside. <laughs> you have to. Okay. Uh, corkscrew. Okay, no, uh, more extreme than the corkscrew. I can help, I can give you a clue. No, no, I, I don't want clues. I'm okay. having too much fun guessing with no clues. Okay. Um, okay, well, how I have would a clue I... prepared when, when you're ready for it. How would I do Not this? how would you, how would a Chinese man? <laughs> oh, no. I think I know the answer, and I'm very disappointed in everyone involved in the process. <laughs> Was it chopsticks? Oh, for goodness sakes, Christoph, you're so racist. No, it was... No, 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 no don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay, um, it was worse than chopsticks. Uh, was it, uh, was it uh, a wall? Um, he put a wall up his bum. <laughs> he could have, you, you know when dogs drag their bum along? He could have just hit <laughs> his bum against the wall <laughs> until it shook something loose. Um... Right, I'm very intrigued because you 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 are saying it's it's specifically because he was Chinese. He's chosen a no, Chinese I don't think it's, solution. No, not. I mean, anyone could have done this. Okay, but because so you, you, you when you hear you've, it's a big misdirect, and that's why that's why um, he's that's playing why I on went, your natural racist tendencies. Okay, no, well, no, cause when we I read were, the story, no, 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 we were both thinking, me and Adam, what. What are one of those pointy lampshade hats? <laughs> what are the Chinese? Um, uh, okay, no, it doesn't play into Chinese a stereotype. Really clearly. known? Yeah, yeah. And there was a misdirect because, okay. I and that's why I went chopsticks. And what that's I was, yeah. why Adam went fireworks. Okay, what I was thinking is that when I read the story, I read the headline first, then I read the text of the story, and that revealed he was a Chinese man, and I thought. Oh yeah, that fits. So it wasn't that I. It's not stereotypical. It just, it sort of. I mean, in some way, not makes sense because it doesn't make sense. But you sort of think, "Mm, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. So I think this, this, Uh, that, that sentence makes me think that you're not going to come 
come off well when this is well um, presented can, can, we, can we have a clue because we've been going at this now for several minutes and we've had <laughs> so <now>. was he <laughs> he was going for longer than several minutes um, his excuse to the doctors was that it just swam up there <laughs> Michael Phelps. <laughs> it was Michael Phelps, yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay. Uh, octopus? Not an octopus, but you are in the right ballpark. Well, squid? I mean, many things can swim. Not a squid. Can't uh, a crab? No, a crab would be insane. <laughs> there, there's, crabs do swim. There's a velvet swimming crab. Right, if you're going to put a swimming animal up your bum <laughs> to dislodge your constipation, which one makes most not sense? Uh, but an eel. Yes, an eel. <laughs> Sorry, is that the answer, or were you being sarcastic? <laughs> yes, he, yes, he put an eel in his bottom. <laughs> okay. I'd have gone, for, actually, for um, a type of a type of uh, fish that ate poo. A swordfish would have been good because <laughs> you could have popped it up, twisted it, and then it, as you pulled it out, um, it would have the barbs would have caught on the uh, like a corkscrew. Blockage, screw. yeah, yeah. Nature's corkscrew. <laughs> the narwhal, no of course. The narwhals narwhal. don't exist. Yeah, we've been over this. I I don't know. I have no clue. Just put us out of our misery. No, it was an eel. It wasn't eel. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just so sarcastic. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he uh, okay. pop, popped an eel up his bum and uh, told doctors it swam up there. They said, no, it didn't. He said, <laughs> it's a fair cop. I was constipated. Right. Is it was, a known, okay. like, remedy? Well, now. it's West... Look, Chinese now. medicine is centuries old. <laughs> that doesn't stop it being fucking stupid. Like, I have another question... Was he actually constipated, or did he just put the eel up his bum because he liked it, and so he needed an excuse? Well, and they that, said no, it didn't swam up there. That I don't. <laughs> to know. be fair, it may have been cause rather than solution. <laughs> well, yes. eels are quite slippery, aren't they? Mm, they true. are actually. The but more also, I think about it, I mean, the more it makes I, very good sense. Yeah. Are there are there eels that are amphibious? Uh, they, they, uh, well, no, because you need to be an amphibian to be amphibious. There well, are eels I mean, that can live out of water for quite a long time. How do you know so much about eels? Um, well, um, I'm not, uh, oh, well, I can't right now, a funny you? joke. No. Uh, I used to go fishing, and I have watched television and I've seen eels on television. Okay. I eels have, are very, very slimy. I caught I've been an eel fishing once and it was horrible. three times, and yeah. I have watched a lot of television, and I know nothing about eels. I, I caught an eel once, and um, it, they're very difficult to contain. They produce a lot of slime. Hmm. And so if you were looking to lubricate, uh, then that it does make quite a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. This man is very wise. Well, he's a very wise Chinese gentleman, isn't he? Yeah. Venerable. Uh, yeah. It seems that we, we've we found quite a rich vein of form here in um, scatological discussions. I mean, you know, you play to your strengths, don't you? Yeah. There was a thing I saw, um, which I was going to talk about at the time, but then I forgot. Uh, and it was about a man who had fallen out with a friend so he I think it was around Christmas he saved up his poo um, in in many ways this is the guy that I'm ripping the idea off of of my new business but he saved up his poo and then he built um, his own contraption to spray it and then he travelled something like 150 miles maybe on Christmas Day, I might be adding too much to that, um, to spray poo through his former friend's letterbox. I remember you discussing this previously. It may have been on a podcast where Graham wasn't present. Did um, I discuss it, or did I... Did I really? I, oh, I don't no, remember. actually, it might No, this is the been... man who sprayed poo at the council. Yeah. No, we might have discussed it, this on the pod that Dan and I did. Um, it has de- I've definitely mentioned it 
had it discussed before on the podcast, the story of the man who travelled across the country to spray, spray shit through his former friend's letterbox. I think I might have posted a link and you just read it. No, I definitely have, have done it on the podcast. Well, I mean, okay. it is... I mean, I haven't done it, obviously, but... You don't have any former friends. Hmm, yet. I mean, you would if you sprayed shit through the letterbox. Well, no, but it was a former friend before he did it. Well, maybe it wasn't the first time he'd done it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes, that's a fair point. So, yeah. I mean, we've somehow managed to talk about the fact that I need a poo, and... Um, Is that where this of, all started? Yeah, for an I'm hour and five minutes, and it's, it's now say. becoming more urgent. So I'd like to hear about Poogate 4 and 5, and then we could maybe call it a day and I can go and have a have a big I, I would quite like to, to wrap this up quickly for right. things I need to do, and it's getting quite late. Okay, well before we do that... We two-star podcast, we are great! Spreading love, denouncing hate Our listenership is very few But we love every one of you Even Pooh Man! one more thing I have to say Intended in a hopeful way Cold brew hipster, please be my friend I'm sorry I called you a bellend Hello everyone, welcome to Two Star Podcast. This is episode 148, which is a score you can get in darts. I am Chris, I am joined by Graham. Uh, hello. And Adam. Hello. Unfortunately, in because we've spent so much time before we started, there is no time for a podcast today. Um, and so I have been Chris... I have been joined by Graham. I really, really need a poo. <laughs> and Adam. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.